us into a snapshot of your life, your marriage, your family, your job, your business. Where, where was everything at that time? I was working long, endless hours. Uh, I was drowning. Uh, no time with my wife. I was working. I, it was just crazy. Um, I didn't see a way out. Uh, you know, you hit bad times in life, but this had been a bad season. Something's got to give. I was just like mercy, just fearful of everything going on in my life, fearful of my, my businesses, my, my marriage, what was going on there with my kids, how I was not doing a good job there. And uh, everything was really pressing down on me. I felt like I was in a boxing ring having been pounded down by a heavyweight and I was still on the ground getting kicked. Ago, where I came home from my office and uh, it was late at night. I believe my wife and kids were already in bed. I had missed dinner again and uh, I dropped to my knees because I looked over at my dinner table and just fear just overwhelmed my body. Um, well, at that point, I'd just come through uh, some of the hardest business experiences of my life of losing pretty much everything. But uh, what was even worse than that was my wife and I had just lost a son recently at birth. Um, that was one of the hardest experiences of my life. I actually spent two days after he was born just holding him, holding his cold body, and praying uh, for life to come back into him. About four months later, I wound back up uh, in that same hospital where we had just lost our son, except this time I had the IV in my arm. I was the one with... Uh, the, the hospital gown on and I was the one that was there uh, in pain and I had had a stroke. When they put the IV in my arm, it took me right back to my son that we had just lost and being in that hospital for three days and just the smells, you know, you walk into a hospital, everything just was fresh, you know, just trying to heal through that experience and here I am back in the same environment, uh, same hospital, same people, everything. and. Uh, I just lost it. I started just crying and weeping, and uh, they they took me off for some tests. Uh, I had an MRI, and I guess when I was away for that, they sat my wife down and they basically told her, "Your husband may not make it today." Um, and the night when I came home and I hit the floor, just weeping, that was like a a turning point. It was just like I have to do something different. You know this. I can't keep going how I'm going. Something's got to change. I'm not going to die. I don't want to have a bad relationship with my kids because I had seen that growing up in my household, my dad never being there. I want to be able to honor my wife and love her, and I didn't see that growing up in my home. I was, grew up in a divorced home. Everything I didn't want to have was happening in my life. And it's just amazing how that happened because I had always told myself I'll never be in the situation I was in, and yet here I was. first found Danny Johnson actually just looking around the internet and ran across her website. I came to her first event actually through a referral. Uh, somebody told me about her event, but uh, uh, the first event I came to, I was basically very prideful and uh, basically like, Danny, why don't you get off stage and let me teach? <laughs> so I didn't get much out of that first event. 
Honestly, it took about 15 events, uh, almost two years of coming to events before I finally implemented that war on debt system, which uh, that's the moment where I was on the floor where I got radical with war on debt. You know what? I'm just not going to do this anymore. I'm willing to cut my pride, sell my cars, sell my home, because I'd come to a point where it's just like, forget it. Uh, and I want to start living a different life. So that's what I did. When I first started implementing War on Debt, it was something that, uh, number one, I had to make the decision I want to do it, and then getting my wife to agree is, is uh, something you have to do as well, because there's certain things that we started to cut. Um, and walking through the process of, okay, for her, one of the things was, let's get rid of the house. Well, one of my things with her is, okay, let's get rid of cable TV. And it's really weird things like that, but it's like, okay, I wanted this and I wanted this. I didn't want to give up the house that I had at that time. I liked the neighborhood I was in, but I, I shouldn't have been in that house. My cell phone company and getting our rates from like a couple hundred a month to 40 bucks a month. Um, and we went through, this was summertime actually, it was four years ago, it was July. Uh, it was a hundred and something degrees out in Colorado where we were living. And I remember looking at the thermometer in my house, we didn't turn our air conditioning on either. Uh, it was like 105 degrees, and literally there was like paint peeling off our walls because it was so hot in our house that uh, I didn't want to spend money on air conditioning. So uh, our kids would camp out in the basement for their uh, naps during the day because it would be cooler. And at daytime, we either try to be in the basement or try to be somewhere else other than our house. I'd like going to the office at that point because it was actually cooler. <laughs> so, but that was some of the process that we had to go through. Uh, and some of the sacrifices, I guess, if you want to call it that, um, that we went through to start to destroy our debt. And I'd been renting, I sold my home and we were renting, and I went in and I bought a home cash, which when you do that, there's not much paperwork. You just give them a certified check. And I drove up in this car, uh, used car. Uh, I was making about $300,000 a month at that time. And I was driving a car that was probably about eight grand, uh, if that. Um, and again, that's nothing on me, but that's like, I remember walking out of there going, man, if this was me before Warren Debt, I'd have a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, and I definitely wouldn't be paying for a house cash because I would have blown it all and stuff. That didn't really matter. When I started to give uh, into orphanages and uh, widows and giving to the poor, uh, my financial situation exploded. It was really crazy, uh, and it changed my whole my whole purpose, my whole passion. It was back in 2010, January. I was I was praying. I was asking God, "What do you want me to do to draw closer to you?" And I felt like He said, "Go to India." Uh, there was an orphanage there we'd been a part of for a few years, and I decided, I'll, "Okay, if there's an opportunity to go to India, I'll go." Well, when you hear stuff like that, it just so happened that bam, I got a phone call from my pastor. He's going to India in February, so. I talked to my wife, I said, honey, I'm going to spend about two weeks in India, you know, is that okay if, you know, at that time I think we had three kids. Um, so I went to India for a few weeks, spent time at the orphanage uh, with the boys, and it wrecked me for life. Uh, everything I do now, my whole purpose, my whole passion, my whole, our whole team, our staff, we go serve locally now too, um, but it's about how much can we give, how many mouths can we feed, how many orphans can we help, how many people can we help get out of this sex trade, how many people can we help get clean water, um, how many widows are hurting that are, they're hurting and they need financial help. Things like that, it, that's what really drives me now and it's why I actually went on Secret Millionaire, it was a big part of that as well. So that's what gets me up in the morning, it's not about money, it's not about uh, what I drive, home I live in, and it's been, a, it's been a process to get to that point, but I could really care less about any of that right now. Uh, 
when someone impacts your life that much, you can't put in the words how grateful you are that she has stayed the course that she's on, that she's she could be in retirement, she could be off doing other things. She wouldn't have to be here, uh, but she's here because she's all about helping people make a difference and feeding people the same type of missions I'm about. So if it was the end of my life, I don't know what I would say <laughs> other than thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you've changed not only my life, but the generations after me to come, the millions of lives that uh, that will be touched through our story uh, throughout the world, throughout the nations. Uh, it goes back to what I've learned from DannyJohnson.com. So thank you so much.